0: Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsey. To become a fleet trainer, you don't let others set the ceiling of how high you can go. A fleet trainer is someone who, by example, reaches their goals and then helps others reach theirs. Zig explains this better than anybody I've ever heard. I'll be back to Recap. If you're going to reach your goals, you've got to learn how to train fleas. Now, just as a matter of curiosity, how many of you in this room today do not know how to train fleas? Can I see your hand? Boy, you got here just in time. I know you heard the one about the two fleas at the bottom of the hill, and one of them said, well, do we walk or take a dog? All right. I'll be the second one to admit I've made a mistake. All right. Now. When you lay an egg again, and I'll admit, that's a little corny. When I think of corn, though, I think of this fellow named Cobb that married a girl named Corn. And when the inevitable happened, they named him Corn Cobb. Bullet well, figured he had big ears. They used to lay him over in the crib. And there, once in a while, somebody would come by and say, my goodness, that sure is a cute little nubbin'. His daddy would say, oh, shucks. Well, he wouldn't long for his up-stalking all over the house. Well, anyhow, I suppose that is enough corn. Well, you train fleas, you train fleas by putting them in a jar. Now fleas, and you put the top on, fleas will jump up and they'll hit the top over and over and over and over and over and over and over. You watch them jump and jump and jump and jump and jump and, jump, and then suddenly you will notice that though they continue to jump, they are no longer hitting the top then you can literally take the top off and they will continue to jump, but they literally cannot, cannot jump out of the jar. And the reason they cannot jump out of the jar is because they have conditioned themselves to jump just so high. Man is exactly the same way. Starts out in life to write the book, to break the record, to climb the mountain, to do something significant. Along the way, he bumps his head, stubs his toe, makes some mistakes, and all of a sudden uh, loses that marvelous concentration and confidence and creativity and becomes a sniop. Now that's spelled S-N-I-O-P. That's the person who is susceptible to the negative influence of other people. The classic example is the four minute mile. For years and years, athletes had uh, said, I'm going to break the four minute barrier. But when they made that statement, the coaches would get their stopwatches out and say, man, you might can get it down to 402, but you'll never break that barrier. The doctors were saying, man, they put the stethoscope on the heart. Your heart will come right out of your body. There is no way you can ever run in less than four minutes. And for years and years and years, athletes tried valiantly to do it, but could not. Then one day, a fleet trainer named Roger Bannister from Britain ran a mile in less than four minutes. Almost immediately after him, Landy of Australia broke the four-minute barrier, and since then, over 500 individuals have run that race in less than four minutes, including a high school student and a 37-year-old man. This year, John Walker of New Zealand, who has run over 130 sub-four-minute miles, is now 40 years old. He's in training right now to break the barrier again. There have been at least six different races where eight young men, all in that same race, broke the four-minute barrier. Now, is it because they all of a sudden got that much better physically? Did the equipment improve that much? It might have improved some, But when Roger Bannister, who followed every principle of goal setting that I'm talking about here, he measured every stride. Number one, he's a superb athlete. Number two, he got in marvelous condition. Number three, he recruited three other guys to serve him, serve as his pacers in that race, and he had targets along the way. He knew how long his strides were, how many he could jog or run in uh, 440. He broke it all down. And when he broke the barrier, then athletes all over the world realized it was not a physiological barrier. It was a psychological barrier. That's an important difference. Fleet trainers, in case you're missing your point, fleet trainers are people who literally jump out of the jar. Fleet trainers don't tell other people where to get off. They show them how to get on. Fleet trainers understand that you don't try to see through people. You try to see people through. Fleet trainers understand that you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what want they want you want to reach your goals you got to have that flea trainer attitude you got to understand those principles that just because somebody else did or didn't has nothing whatever to do with your abilities and yet i've seen it happen so many times a salesperson breaks a record and then somebody comes along and says if she can i can Whatever we're doing, the examples that somebody else says serves as an inspiration. That's the reason I tell so many stories. In addition, the Center for Creative Research in Greensboro, North Carolina has discovered beyond any doubt that the parable, the story, is the best way to teach. Of course, that's something somebody else told us about 2,000 years ago, isn't it? Step number 11, if you're going to reach your goals, you literally have got to see the reaching. Jack Nicholas says he gets his best golf practice in on his way to the golf course. He has a detailed outline of the course itself and he sees every shot before he ever hits it. He sees the ball going in the hole. I saw myself doing exactly what I'm doing way back yonder in 1952. It took me 16 more years before I could do it on a full-time basis. And in those 16 years, I had to do a lot of other things. I was a salesperson to support my family, but the dream, the vision never left me. I could see myself there. When I hung that person, that fella in the jockey shorts in my bathroom there on the mirror, I literally saw himself hundreds and hundreds of times. And I kept saying, now that's the way I am going to be. I could Literally see the reaching. So enormously important. A number of years ago, when the sailing ships were uh, on the seas, a young sailor was ordered aloft, a, a squall was coming up. And as he was ordered aloft, he was to trim the sails. When he was climbing up, he made the mistake of looking down. The turbulence of the sea and the roll of the ship caused him to become nauseated. He started to lose his balance. An older sailor underneath him said, look up, son, look up. He looked up and regained his balance. The message is, if the outlook is not looking good, try the uplook. It's always good. Helen Keller put it so eloquently when she said, "'If you keep your eyes on the sun, you will not see the shadows.'" We need to see ourselves as already being there. See ourselves in our relationship with our mate as having a happy one. See ourselves with our children in a good relationship. See our students in the proper light, and we will deal with them altogether differently. You treat people exactly like you see them, and the way you treat them has a direct bearing on their performance. I can tell you that as a parent, that parental expectation has a direct bearing on our children's performance. I can tell you as an employer that employer expectation has a direct bearing on their performance. I can tell you as an educator uh, that my expectation of those I'm teaching has a direct bearing on their performance. If you're going to reach those goals, you need to do it now. Tomorrow has been described as the greatest labor-saving device of all time. We use it a lot of times. I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to do this when I have time. I'm going to do this when. The truth of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the present is now. The future is also now we need to get in action. The reason earlier I did such a strong job of selling you on having your goals is I know that if you take action now that you're going to be infinitely more successful. You're far more likely to reach your goals. If you have those goals, if you can see them, then that's when things are going to happen. But you got to get started now. Are you a SNIOP? Are you an SNIOP? someone susceptible to the negative influence of other people are you listening to those who say no you can't or yes you can i noticed that when you hear a successful person interviewed you almost always hear them say that when someone tells them they can't they set out to prove them wrong today i'm cheering you on to go for it this is blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest Six-Singler. 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 inspiring true performance